Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Network, geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Welcome to Nerdy Show, a weekly podcast dedicated to every facet of nerddom, from comics and video games to science and technology. If it's geeky, we've got it covered. Hi, I'm Cap. Hola, I'm Brandon. Soy boar. <laughs> Yo, it's Nikki. <laughs> wow. All right. So, um, <laughs> Namaiwa Brandon Des. Ah, so, ah, so Brandon. Hi. Brandon Kuhn. <laughs> what have you been doing, Brandon Kuhn? Uh, so kawaii. <laughs> um, uh, uh, like this video or um, this post if you think Brandon is kawaii. <clears throat> or kawaii. It's yeah, I think you're more kawaii. Mm. What's what is the difference? Then? One's scary and one's cute. It's ka- <laughs> kawaii and kawaii. Yeah, uh, yeah. If you don't hear the e at the end, it's probably I see. They're well, probably not he, calling you cute. He is both. So I'm not. So I'm it no works. Threat. She says I'm no threat. No. I'm no <laughs> <laughs> I have a very small pin that I'm going to jab slowly through my jugular over the course of the night and okay. see what we're going to see what happens. Ooh, uh, actually, if fun. you could go for the carotid, that would actually spurt. No, you, no, I, I'm more sticking to my action. commitment of wherever the jugular. Okay, the, wherever the juggler is. Remember the the trailer. Remember, remember the trailer. Be equally for, bad for Girl Interrupted, um, <laughs> where uh, where she was like one more move and I stab my jugular and then Whoopi Goldberg's like your jugular's over here whatever and then and then uh, Angelina Jolie's like good to know. <laughs> wow, I do actually because like that. that was in all the trailers, and uh, I used to make fun of that all. And the you're time. like, that's so funny. She was gonna kill herself. Whoopi <laughs> Goldberg makes everything all right. Remember, remember Ghost? That was good. <laughs> Sister Act Two, back in the habit. <laughs> it's all about TNG with Whoopi, you know. <laughs> she's she's okay, but she's no Sister Act. Okay. Anyway, and where when are we gonna get Sister Act three? I mean, really, I started change.org petition, and it's hardly the the needles well, hardly move. You it's know? 2016. A lot of people have died. Hopefully, Whoopi Goldberg will survive this year, and then she'll probably make Sister Act three. Yeah, you're right. So I'm looking forward to that. Obligatory <laughs> trilogies. If the, if there's two of them, there's got to be three of them. That has to happen, even if it's if it's, if it's a total nightmare. Crocodile Dundee three. I think it was terrible. I never saw it. I was curious, but I never saw it. I think it's terrible. Uh, but it had to happen. By the way, tonight's theme, if you couldn't guess, is Whoopi Goldberg. Just <laughs> you know, that she out there. actually Whoopi. could show up in the new Star Trek series too. I don't believe she could play a young. She could play a young Guinan. Yes, she. <laughs> <laughs> well, younger. What? Oh, because does she age in? Wait, what? She's she super old in Next Generation. That's true. They, they time traveled to like the late eighteenth 
Century or something? Yeah, and Mark, she was, Mark Twain was there. And, uh, okay, and so, I do remember that. So yeah. early, Mark Twain so late, was suspicious of oh, the I, thought, I was like, how are century, they going to make her look younger in real life? Don't say CG. CG or... Not for the, every episode? Yeah. She could just do the voice. It'll be mm. CG guy. I mean, I would watch it if she was in it. I told or they you. could just find a younger, you know, woman that looks like her. And That's then just racist. have Whoopi's voice. Uh, I mean, Tim and Eric... I racist? I'm kidding. <laughs> Tim and Eric had, the, had that impersonator, Whoopsie Goldberg. They could um, get whoopsie. They should get, they get whoopsie, yeah. Whoopsie. <laughs> okay. I remember. All right, well, that was yeah. a good talk about Whoopi Goldberg, guys. <laughs> good job. <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, no... Uh, We've we've had we had a, a weird week last time we did one of our new shows we we had no bore we had no Brandon so um we where bore, was I uh you well where were you I don't know where were you bore you went on vacation or something Sorry. and I I heard it was like your first vacation if you want to call it that well, what is yeah. that it means what I actually left the state of Florida I guess it's that's the, the first time you've left the state <laughs> for reasons that weren't work I think well maybe we went to Tennessee to see um Proto Men's release album yeah I, I guess we release. could consider that a vacation yeah we didn't of. we didn't work we drove straight up 13 hours drove straight back kind of out of vacation but kind of a vacation so yeah I just <laughs> saw a post that was like Brandon's first vacation I was like what well someone Danica told me that the best renaissance mm-hmm. festival that exists is in Maryland and so we went there because it's like an, it's an established site. It's always there. There are buildings that are there for it. So unlike the Florida Ren Fest, where they're always making shitty looking buildings and tents, like this is just stuff that's there year round. I think I went to like one Ren Festival ever and it was a permanent location. The one. food was so bad for me and so good. The, the, the disappointment though was that you posted a lot of pictures of crab meat and I was really jealous well, of that. Well, let me get to the, the original point was that their turkey legs are real. So they're half the size of Florida turkey legs because we use emu. <laughs> we use emu legs here. We literally, if you go to the Florida Renaissance Fair and you get a turkey leg, it's bigger than your head because it's actually an emu. It is really? Yeah. It, no, it I'm not emu. even making that up. Well, it's yeah, actually and, an emu. And, and at Disney and all the parks, when you buy a quote unquote turkey leg, it's emu. And then I went to really? Maryland yeah. and I was like, I this no is idea. tiny. Where are the steroids? And they're like, it's real turkey. It's not emu. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, my so. God. Like, no. I did wonder about that because I was like, <laughs> where are they getting these freakishly large turkeys? It's, it's a larger bird. I'm assuming that's bird. what Universal must do, oh, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. They legally don't have to tell you that it's not a turkey. So, so. But they call it a turkey leg. Yeah, because for suckers. My mom used to raise emu. <laughs> yeah, well, she raised them for Disney, probably. Probably, yeah. I guess. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah, so <laughs> I went to Maryland and Pennsylvania, which I don't want to talk about Pennsylvania, but I went to Maryland and DC because I've never been there and everyone in Maryland's obsessed with crabs there's crab flags everywhere everyone's like home of crab mac and cheese and all of it was amazing because there's they have the crabs right there in the Chesapeake Bay and they literally fish them out that day and you eat them so the first night we got there we ordered like 24 crabs oh my goodness. from a place right on the water and nice. we, we took like four hours but we ate them all it was really good so I ate crab for a week and then then went to DC because I've Is never crab okay for your diet it's fit. Yeah, I can eat seafood, man. Okay, cool. Yeah, I was I was eating all the crab. The kangaroo I ate wasn't probably, but we we randomly were in Annapolis. But it probably wasn't on the list either. So you <laughs> yeah, got exactly. a loophole. I, I was gonna I was gonna <laughs> Google search it and I was fuck it. We randomly walked by like a pub that had burgers, and I'm just reading, and it's like, oh, exotic burgers, antelope, like oh. wild boar, and then the last one said kangaroo, and I was like, we're I not hope even. You didn't eat any what? wild boar. We're not even hungry, and I'm just like, <laughs> I get it. Thank you. <laughs> But we weren't even hungry. And I'm like, we're eating a kangaroo. Cause I was I, not on the menu. <laughs> you might have been. You, I, you still could be tonight. Whoa. If you, still if, you, or if you play your cards wrong. Better take me out to dinner first. You'll be first. on the menu. Um, but I felt bad because it's a kangaroo. But it also tasted pretty good. A little gamey. 
little gamier than I thought. Yeah. Uh, but somewhere out there, there's a farm where people raise kangaroos and then just shoot them in the head and make them into meat, just I'm, like cows. I mean, I've been well, told that's a nicer way of yeah. doing things than what they do with like cows. I'm just making that up. I'm assuming it's horrendous. <laughs> whatever they do, yeah. like they probably <laughs> drop a pit and they I'm, fall. I'm on, sure they fall into those punji pit spikes from Vietnam <laughs> and they just leave them till the blood drains out and they die. And then someone with a hook scoops that sounds them like back the up. The least efficient way to kill something, I, especially if you want to harvest the meat. I'm, I'm talking about fun, not efficiency. <laughs> oh, okay. So anyway. So then I went to D.C. because I'd never been to any Smithsonian's and I only in video games. <laughs> so any, any Smithsonian museums. I've never been to any Smithsonian's. <laughs> There's multiple guys. There's actually like 15 of oh, them in It's DC. all about the Smithsonian's. Yeah. So <laughs> I've, been to, that, Smithsonian's, I've been to them baby. in video games, but never in real life. So by the way, the fucking dinosaur exhibit that I really wanted to go yeah. to closed till 2019. Three years. That's always the way with big museums. Like they always, they'll, every time you go, yeah. there'll always be an exhibit that's closed, and it's always closed for a ludicrous number of years. Didn't However, they just put the Enterprise back on display? The the there is one in the air, the space in what was it? The Air and Space Museum. Yeah, I went there for twenty minutes right before they closed because I didn't have any time. And I was running around. And then there's a huge Enterprise in there. That's the original one. They they just oh that's re- the actual they model? just restored it and that's the original it. one that they used to I took a, I for the took a original piece series. Off of it. I they just uh, restored it. It was gone for like a few years while they did that. It was really cool, but I was wondering why is this here? And there was a giant sign going saying why this is here literally, and I I didn't read it because I was. <laughs> <laughs> I was well, really. You, I had twenty minutes. I had twenty minutes before all the museums shut down at the same time, and I had twenty minutes left, and we were right there. And we had to pee, and I was like, "Oh." That, that was uh, the Air and Space Museum was actually the site of the first major Star Wars exhibit, Star Wars: The Magic of Myth, um, which came out just after the special editions, mm-hmm. and it was really cool back in the day. And uh, since then, there's probably been bigger, better, better Star Wars exhibits, but uh, it was neat. So the coolest part, though, was that they actually had. Hundreds of skeletons, fully formed skeletons of birds, which was great. So you could, <laughs> they literally had a woodpecker and you could see the bones of the tongue because birds have bones in their tongues. I don't know if you all know that. And so the woodpecker's tongue is Wait, so, is that, is that real? Yeah, it is. The woodpecker's okay, tongue sure. is so long <laughs> that it wraps behind their skull and goes all the way around to the front where their nostrils are. So when they shoot it out, it like zips behind their skull and back, like over. That's crazy. That's I really had no cool. idea. So that was cool. The last thing I did. While I'm on this sort of rant, was you went to the Smithsonian like National Art Gallery? I think it's called. I forget what it's actually called, but they got a lot it's of an art, art gallery. Okay. Oh, it was a big one. Um, and I learned there that Italian and Spanish Renaissance artists are complete shite. They're worthless. All they do is paint angels and saints, and they're boring as fuck. Every single one of them. But the Dutch, you go into the Dutch room, Cap. The Dutch know where the fucking party is at. They have like, well, during the same period, you have Italian and Spanish people painting like angels and and people having, you know, with golden hair and like wings. And you're like, yeah, okay, that's realistic. You have the Dutch painting like dead bunny rabbits and like flowers with flies on them. And it's really cool. So the Dutch, the Dutch are way better. Yeah. The Dutch yeah. did have fewer religious restrictions imposed oh, yeah. by the government. Still to this day, yeah. <laughs> they still are the... To this day, they're still the ones that know where the party is at. <laughs> they bring the party. <laughs> that was what I did for a week. It was cool. I rode a train for the first time. Oh, yeah? It's weird that you can literally fly to Maryland in an hour and a half, which is what how long it took, and then take like a 20-minute train to D.C., and then everything is free. You just run around. I'm thinking of doing that again. I went to Momofuku, which you need to go to. We should just fly up for a day. Literally, <laughs> 8 a.m., fly to Maryland, or fly to D.C., go eat at Momofuku, come back down. Now, what is Momofuku? Yeah, what is that? There, oh, there's this 
It sounds like a cuss word in a tribal language. <laughs> no, there's there's this um, guy that's, who has his own show. Called, have you heard of the show Mind of a Chef? I yeah, think, well, it. I think it's his name's David Chang, and he has some restaurants. It's a really good Japanese place. Basically, we had like fresh crab yuzu ramen. We had it had the best pork belly ramen I've ever had. Ooh. And attached to it, he has a little dessert place called um, uh, Milk Bar or what milk, whatever it's called. And they have trademarked the term cereal milk for flavor purposes. And what they do is they literally get cornflakes and bake them and then siphon milk through it so it tastes like the milk at the bottom of a cereal bowl. Oh my God. And then they use that to, and turn it into ice cream. <gasps> and then you could add more cornflakes on it. And they also had Coca-Cola flavored soft serve, which was actually really good. So you said tomorrow hmm. morning we're flying out? I mean, literally, <laughs> it, it's a hundred. It's like 120 bucks for, for two way. <laughs> What? It's going to be an expensive meal, but we can do that. Not not for the meal, but for the plane ticket. So, I mean, you know. <laughs> it's, hmm. It was actually, we just walked in, sat down, and ate food. It was really good. But no, D- D.C. is a great town. There's lots of cool stuff There's one there. in New York, too, if you ever go there. But, oh, Momofuku. But fuck New York. <laughs> I've never been there, but fuck. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you guys do with your shitty weeks that weren't well, as good Well, I as also mine? wasn't around because I just randomly got sick. Do you have the the sniffles like everyone else? No, I, I see. I thought that I was dying of brain cancer or something because like I was just going insane and I had to go oh, to yeah. the. I, I went to like a an urgent care and stuff, but it turns out I just had really bad allergies. Was that? Are you serious? I, I've never had them manifest in that way before, and it. it Did really they at any point say, "Well, how is your diet, and how much soda do you drink every day of your life?" No, they haven't. They okay. didn't. They didn't do anything about that. They're good doctors. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> are you feeling better now? it was urgent care you were actually like, this was like for weeks you were complaining about it, it wasn't like days you, yeah, you felt sick for a yeah, long time I, I think what happened was i was getting like my body was getting too used to my allergy medicine because i always take it but yeah it just kind of built up and there's no black mold in your house or shit and then uh, i had to be like i can't nerdy show and you know and, then, and that's what happened. Yeah, Yay! That's what happened. Yay! Yay. <laughs> but I'm better now. Our people too. They and get um, sick you know, <laughs> I've been doing almost absolutely nothing except for playing World of Warcraft lately. Yeah, I saw that. That's yeah, really fun. I keep broadcasting it on Facebook, <laughs> and Brandon comments all the time. He's like, "Oh, this is dumb," and I'm like, "Brandon, why are you still?" I on, have a question. When I put a little, <laughs> when I hit like like or do a little like happy face constantly, do you see that, or you only see the most recent one? Do you see like a hundred no, of them? Because I, I click I, it like two hundred times. I have to look on my second screen. What, what are you What are you streaming on? Facebook. You, you can stream. Facebook, yeah, so you can stream directly to Facebook. Yeah, I've seen it's that. It's just lately. like one button you can click, in the and game. I'm constantly hitting so I'm the like, crying eh. face, just constantly. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, I was just on for the lottery thing in Warcraft. I've been trying to get this one thing for years." And I'm like, "Wow, they they're really getting their money's worth out of you, boy." They totally are. <laughs> well, what are you trying to get in that? I don't know. What the, I've never heard of this Warcraft. Oh, lottery, okay. What so what I was doing was I run uh, Ice Crown Citadel, which is just a, an old raid. Trying to kill the Lich King on heroic, and he, he drops this his mount called Invincible sometimes, and it's really cool. It's like this undead horse with wings. How long have you been trying to get that? Uh, I don't know. When did Wrath of the Lich King come out? Oh, it's been Jesus. at least like it's been probably seven or eight years. I don't know. And what are like? How long does <laughs> oh the raid God. take to do? Just to I don't know, like twenty minutes, thirty minutes. Oh, is that now? it? I thought it'd be like three it's hours. It's fast now because okay. characters are so super powered. You and can just. Steamroll okay. If it. it was three hours, it'd just be like, no, I, I can kill the boss in like literally three seconds per boss. Like now. solo? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christe. But mm. even still, six or seven years of not getting them out. Yeah. Which is running it one, like, holy shit. Somewhere between <laughs> one and three times a, a, a week. It comes out or the. Well, that's, they, you can only go through a raid once a week uh, and then you get locked out of it, but it's once a week per character, so I can run it what? a few times. So. Has it always been that way? Yeah. 
Man, so once a week. Yeah, raids. Every seven days, got to try to get that mount. You've been doing that every seven days for like eight years. I mean, you know, I probably have some gaps here and there, but. That was probably the times you would have gotten it. Probably, yeah. (laughs) Random number generation is not in my favor most of the time. Hmm. Um, But one, one, uh, I brought kind of a story from from the world of Warcraft. Oh, tell uh, us a tale from the world of Warcraft. So if you're not familiar with, with this in in World of Warcraft, if you're in a city, you can post to the trade chat channel and it goes out to all the other cities for your faction. So people don't use it for its intended purposes to gold trade farm, things. Gold farm, gold farm, gold farm. No, it's usually like memes, political discussions, and random role players. And, and there's this random role player girl that calls herself Queen Leora, and she likes to do Q&A sessions. And... <laughs> Just like nobody knows knows who she is, but she's just like, oh, you know, just ask any question you want. And so one time I just kind of jokingly asked like, hey, I'm looking to diversify my stock portfolio. Do you have any hot stock tips? And I was just expecting her to be like, <laughs> ignore it or say screw off or something. And then she actually came back with this intelligent answer that was like, I, I think that, you know, investing into um, ETFs with a high dividend ratio <laughs> is a really good way to go. And like, you know, she gave this long explanation and I was like, Oh, okay. That's, that's actually not bad. And, <laughs> and then, you know, other people just ask her like stupid stuff and kind of harass her and, you know, <laughs> just harass her. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, she, she did it another day and she'll only answer one question per day, of course, per, per fan. Are you- Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, she was in there in trade chat again, and I noticed that people were just kind of harassing her and kept asking her if uh, she'd ever had her <laughs> fart box tongue punched. <laughs> 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 like lots and lots what? of people. <laughs> I I've never heard either of those expressions before. <laughs> so so I was uh, like, uh, I'm going to ask her another like you know serious question again. Not see, if you ever had your fart box tongue punched. <laughs> no, no, I wasn't going to ask that. I haven't. So um, yes. Oh, no. So I asked her. Um, I was just going to ask. I'm glad you glad you brought oh, it up. God. I can tell you people. So who I have. asked her, Queen Leora. I'm looking to quit my job and work from home, but I'm tired of all the scams. What's a good way to free myself from the cube farm and be financially secure? <laughs> did she reply? Uh, yeah, she did. She she said, "Hi, I get most of my money from four or five guys who just give it to me because they like me. Try doing the same." <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I was like, "Wow, this is not good advice like it was last time." I, I think I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna have to. Uh, have a smart ass response to this one. And I said, well, what if I don't have a fart box that's tongue punchable? <laughs> hey, hey man, all fart boxes oh. are tongue punchable. <laughs> wow. Jeez. Yeah. How so you, that's, um, how do you find her? Cause like, aren't there multiple servers for every like, yeah, section? yeah, but they, the they, have, them all, all they have them all grouped together. Like okay. your server is grouped with like three like, or four okay. others did, now. Did she ignore you after that? Oh Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she that's, thought you were a serious but, man. But a few other people laughed, so it was worth it. <laughs> that's uh that's um that's quite the lifestyle she's living. I know yeah. I know some people get get on with that, but uh you do realize she's yeah. an AI. She's Could like be. a bank teller machine gone rogue and like people actually are putting money into her. Yeah. So and, and all people want to know about is her fart box. <laughs> her fart box. <laughs> well, it's which okay. is an actual she's, box. She's been uh assembling one gradually, you know, uh, ordering pieces here and there and, and having it assembled by drones. So sooner or later she will assemble a fart box. <laughs> um, yeah, you didn't it's it's not like she is ignoring you. You actually stumped her and she's currently creating an actual stump like Fart box or whatever it's called. <laughs> For me, that's tongue punchable, so I can earn money. Well, she might mail it to you. Yeah. Okay. Be gift it, bestow it upon you. You know. Hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna fart in a box. 
or <laughs> I'm, I'm going to seal lick it. it then, gonna, no, what, I, what are you going to do? No, I'm going to seal it and put a little, I'm going to draw a ring in the center and yeah. say tongue punch here and then leave it on your doorstep. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll perforate it so I, like I nothing this. will escape it. The gas won't escape it. You could tongue punch it and then it's, man... <laughs> You said you will perforate it? I'll perforate I'll perforate enough so that you can like tongue punch it, but not that anything will come out. Like I won't go hundred percent. Sort of a Wait, weird perforation. I mean it's you gas it, is gonna escape it, from a perforation. No, you can cut it a little bit so that it doesn't I don't mean like a hundred like all the way What's through. What's the then. point hmm. of farting in the box though? So he can yeah. tongue punch it. <laughs> right. A fart but box. then like I don't understand why it's so hard to well, understand. It's, it's, it's a, all right, so it's, it's a fart, a fart box. box with a hole right. that he can it's then So I can get three or four guys to give me money. Obviously. Oh, you mean like what's the end game? There's, I don't know. There's never an end game. You just, if you've, if you've tongue punched a fart box, that's, <laughs> that's as good as it gets in life. But I'm like, sorry to tell you. But your farts like cannot escape. That, do you, do you remember no, the, I'm gonna um, seal it. I'm going to seal it. Academy Award, I think winning film, as good as it gets. One use. The, the, the final act mm. is that, um, it, Jack Nicholson, he gets his fart box tongue, tongue punched and he realized, and he says, he looks at the screen and says, and that was as good as it gets. Are you serious? I don't. I don't know if that. <laughs> and Greg Kinnear is right there with him. He's like, "You're right. That was as good as it gets." No, yeah, well, it's no. Greg Kinnear. I thought that happened in City Slickers too. All well, I remember from that City movie Slickers is, is uh, <laughs> so sooner or later, Billy Crystal is gonna, you know, well, give well, the, the title of City Slickers Three is tongue tongue punching. <laughs> so, in in the old <laughs> West, you have the, to say something like you have to relate it to isn't tongue, it, tongue punching. <laughs> Isn't That's it City Slickers okay. 3, The Search for Curly, Curly Spark Box? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the second one. The third one is then they tongue punch it. Oh. All right. This is this is your fault, by the way. This I know your fault. You're welcome. Yeah. Hey, Nikki. One, one day we should just all bring in our own individual fart boxes and then just share it with each other. And then we pass we're, it we're to the have, right. And then we're we gonna have a tongue punch punching it. competition, though. All right. Yeah, for the um, for our, our annual. You know, I think we could actually put a video up on our YouTube channel and say Nikki shows her fart, fart box. box. <laughs> We'd probably and, get a lot of hits. And we tongue punch. <laughs> just have to put a misleading Nikki, title. You, you might get Nikki tongue punches her fart box. <laughs> whoa, whoa, that would be I some new sort of world box. record. You might, you might be able to get three or four guys oh, to, to, to you know to Don't get you money. I'll get all of Germany. Is what's going to happen? They're Don't. all just going to pop on. Oh. Don't make me laugh too hard right now because my fart box is going to leak fudge juice. <laughs> fudge juice is going to come out of my fart box. Oh, man. Oh, what, what, have, what have you been up to? Oh. Besides all fart, fart boxes. Aside. Well, com- yeah, coming up with different fart box ideas. Um, <laughs> you know. That's when strawberry The scented. usual, for sure. Um, I've been playing a lot of the new Pokemon trading card game online. Is this an official uh, thing? Yeah. Well, I believe so. It seems pretty <laughs> darn official. You're able to buy your packs. It's very similar to Hearthstone in the sense that you can like buy packs, but you can also earn your cards if you just keep playing and winning and things like that. Um, I've been enjoying it a lot. It's very nostalgic. It's, it's not as... Uh, you're not like ripping your characters to shreds like in Hearthstone where you're just like trying to murder all the things. It's usually just like it's your Pokemon. I don't know. I only play Gwent. I don't know what any of this is. (laughs) So So it's on Pokemon.com and they have Windows, Mac, iPhone and Android. Wait, so I can download it right now? Um, Yeah. Let's do it. The thing is, is like for (laughs) the actual phones, I've noticed people aren't able to just download it. Like I wasn't able to download it to my phone. Samsung's aren't able to. Is it not in this like region or something like in America? uh, America. uh, It's for tablets and like PC. However, my friend who had a, uh, I think he has like a OnePlus 
phone. I don't know which one of the OnePlus. Phones. I don't. I don't know what that even is. Oh, it's like I think it's Google phones. Okay. Basically. Oh yeah. See, um, I pulled it up and it looks like it will only install onto my tablets. Because you need to see phones, your whole hand, right? Or, yeah, my phone's. It says that it's not compatible. Oh, there's lots of apps that you can get on your phone for. But it. I bet you I could just install it anyway. You yeah, just have to download be, the APK. And, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I can't do that so, on my iPhone. I don't think. I, I never That's because iPhones are lame. I never played the Pokemon uh, trading card game, uh, and this is exactly the same thing. It's comparable. You're playing against real people. Uh, yeah, you play against real people. You can also play against just like the computers, of course. Um, to get your decks all finished, you have the four decks. It's uh, water, fire, excuse me, earth, heart, and <clears throat> earth soul. and uh, Go planet, electric, yeah, electric, Jenga. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yes, hungry, hungry hippos from your oh, that was that was the last combined. episode we did. Oh, right, you're right, <laughs> but um, yeah, I've been pretty addicted to it, you know, trying to just get my collection complete. You spending money on it. Not yet, no. Thank you. I've been really good about not spending money on this one yet, but you know. Sorry, I'm I'm busy if, seeing if I can install. How it dare you? How rude! How rude. you're probably not going to be able to, man. I think it's probably. I'm seeing if for someone has made a browser version. I can play there, in Firefox or something. Um, I do believe there is one. There you go. Um, I can probably send you the information after this off the top and, of my head. I don't remember how it works. And we could potentially link the information. I'll see what I can find, and I'll post it in the links on this episode's page. Yeah, I love the artwork for it. Like, it's, it's pretty it much... new a, artwork? Uh, yeah, some of the artwork is new. Like, the cards look about the same, but there are certain Pokemon... Oh, I thought you meant, like, these Bratz-looking characters. I was like, no. Oh, <laughs> Bratz-looking characters? Right? What? Yeah, yeah, no. Um, The characters you can make for yourself, your avatar, does not look like anything from pokemon ew it's like barbie maker it's ew. not supposed to like but the pokemon here look great oh my god if you have if you get a trainer card or something yeah, like that I, it's I gonna look see. like the pokemon like trainers it's gonna look anime it's you know what's what's weird to me is that that like nintendo has such a really intensive style guide for so much of their work but it seems like pokemon company doesn't give a fuck because mm-hmm. the, the, all the, the art style that niantic put in pokemon go is like looks kind of like kingdom hearts um, and then there's that shit. What mm. the fuck? Like none of this looks. None of this looks like Pokemon. No. Yeah. No. And until you're actually on the board, like the cards that you play with are exactly what you would expect to see. Huh. So, I'm only gonna have Vulpix cards. Ooh, it's gonna be great. All the different so Vulpixes. I know. That's why I like yeah. Vulpix. I mean, <laughs> but it's Vulpix not is help. my it's, favorite. It's only getting to get you so. Far. I have so many rare Vulpix cards in my house. In Japanese, I can't read them. Really? Yeah, I've got like, well, maybe three. That's not so I'm many. just so happy. <laughs> I've got like three. See, I, but I, I saved all my Pokemon cards when I was a kid, so I still have them. Everybody Can you else... scan them into the game? No. 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 E-reader? But I'm, I'm just glad, like, you know, maybe. Pokemon Go and the Pokemon trading card game that now... My cards are actually worth something again. Oh, no shit. Yeah, people are actually like wanting real live Pokemon cards now. For oh, what? Why would they blow them out? For yeah, why? Seriously. I don't know, but... Um, I think my Vulpixes are worth something? Probably. I mean, really old. Hmm. It's becoming popular again, and with a whole new generation of people, too. It's not just like the people who were originally into Pokemon getting back into it. It's also just like... Seniors now. 
It's like their new Mahjong. Seniors. Like. <laughs> they probably don't know what Mahjong is. Oh, I thought is. you were talking seniors in high school. I was no, like, I mean like 80-year-old geriatric motherfuckers. I thought, oh. I, thought it, I thought it was like a jab at how I, childish I, it was. Like, So oh. did I. I'm not that clever, sorry. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Literally seniors. Yeah, seniors, bro. Senior, Senior citizens. citizens. Drinking game. We're playing cornhole and Pokemon. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Dude, bro, yeah, I still really want to play mayonnaise hole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tongue punch your fart bucks, bro. <laughs> we need to set up a mayonnaise hole. hole. Yeah, we do. Uh, a mayonnaise hole. We'll, we'll, we'll get a regulation mayonnaise Can we put a mayonnaise hole next to the fart um, box? If you're not familiar with mayonnaise hole, uh, dial back a couple episodes and get the full skinny on mayonnaise hole. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the, the game of the future. The game of the 21st century. And I love the artwork that you had for it. Like... <laughs> People actually playing me. It was very unexpected. I liked it. I was just like, "Wow, this is actually directions they, on well, how you manage." I mean, that was um, that was what I saw like in my head. Like it is the Manny's whole training manual. Yeah, like a like a sports fundamentals guidebook, or like, like an airplane survival it. guide that you get. <laughs> yeah. It's very clever. I still I think it. we need to start up a league here in Orlando. I, we we could. I um, <laughs> I actually got got um a message from Jeff Benson, the guy who created Camp Fan Gamer, and he was like, "I listened to the episode, and um, he man, listened to us. If, if the uh, <laughs> if the enthusiasm for mayonnaise hole can translate in audio form maybe the next camp fan gamer should just be a tournament (laughs) jesus what have you done that's amazing maybe i'll go to that one there's a giant like hundred meter hole in the center that's all camp you play it with a crane yeah (laughs) you know they might have enough money um, hey, if, it, if it was a giant hole, you'd have to like maybe just jam a bunch of mayonnaise packets into like one of those potato cannons and just see how many <laughs> you could actually get into the hole. What if you had It'd an be air, like a quantity thing? What if you use like a little Cessna plane and then you drag behind it? You know, they have banners, but it's mayonnaise and you have to fly it into ah, the hole. Ah, yeah. You yeah. have to crash the plane into it. Or drones. <laughs> I guess drones. Yeah. Drones in a, in a giant 100 meter mayonnaise hole. <laughs> oh, God. All right, moving on from this yeah. Yeah. So, idea. Um, Pokemon, there's been a lot of Pokemon stuff happening because it's yes. the anniversary year. And um, one of the most recent, most awesome things is a series of three to five minute short animated films that are going up on YouTube called Pokemon Generations. Yes. Um, they're a series that revisits every generation of Pokemon. And they're actually going to be releasing from now through December 23rd. Oh, wow. Like, so I suspect like one a week. So that's a lot. Yeah, I don't. I don't really like them. You don't. Mm. I, I thought the first one was okay, but that's well, because probably because there was no dialogue. No, the animation's great, but I, no, I I have a problem with the concept of it. So what I got from the first episode is that Red is a piece of shit, and all he's doing. They show it, he captures Pikachu and then like throws him and he just kind of rolls out onto the ground and immediately starts fighting. And yeah. all they're doing is showing Pikachu battle after battle after battle and Red's just in the background. Like Pikachu's falling in a sand pit and Red's like, yeah, fuck well, you. I guess you could have that perspective on it, but what I was thinking in my head was, man, this is a dangerous animal to have around you. Well, that too. But <laughs> you gotta keep a safe distance. <laughs> all it is is like slaves. That's all yeah. I saw. You just, you just throw a ball at an animal and then make it fight forever until it dies. Well, I noticed at the end, um, I don't remember the name of the Pokemon. It was the green big dude, but it like starts off looking like a slug, basically, like a. You're talking, there's, at the end of the first, um, the first yeah. episode of this is this weird multi-generational thing of Red and Pikachu traveling through the different regions of the different games so far. And that was cool. And are you talking about the thing at the very end that's kind of looks like a, like a, an eternal from Marvel, like some weird god being? Like a legendary? A yeah, it, and it basically has the, um, Oh my goodness. Yeah, I've never uh, seen that one. I have no idea what it was. Like the little octagon shaped things, the, oh my it's gosh. Like hexagonal panels, octagonal yes. panels, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Honeycomb. Yeah, basically the hun- honeycomb. We want skin. honeycomb. Honeycomb. <laughs> honeycomb. Great. Four one honeycomb. Uh, I don't know. I that one was like later, so it wasn't to me at first. I thought it was going to be similar to like Pokemon Origins, but then it was like with Pikachu, so I wasn't sure. I'm like, are they trying to say Ash and uh, you know, Red are the same? No, Ash does. This is, I I know they're not the same. Pikachu doesn't say Pikachu. Pikachu just makes like weird little. He said chew. Well, most of the Pokemon weren't. Yeah, but I like that. That none of the Pokemon were really just constantly saying. Right. Like, you were well, when like Machop busted down a wall in the second episode. He wasn't going like Machop. He was just grunting to, to right. punch the wall. What I think is the most the the takeaway from listening to us talk about this, if you haven't seen them yet, is that it's it's a Pokemon series that's actively trying to show Pokemon doing weird badass stuff. Mm-hmm. So you're seeing Pikachu do some pretty impressive battling things. The you're, second one was better because they were more equals instead of slaves. Red's just a dick. right. You, in the second one, you see a SWAT team. Um, doing like a big strike on the gym where Giovanni was at. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you, you watch him a chop bust down a wall and a, a growly, um, like Growlithe like, flame throw the wall and then like burn everything on and, the other side, and, uh, not knowing if there's a daycare on the other <laughs> side. A magnemite <laughs> busting open like some kind a of... secret like, hidden yeah. daycare. Yeah, I mean, it's like they, they're so fucking reckless. I mean, in an, a- in an age of cameras and like scanning technology and heat sensors, it's just like... We'll just bust through a wall, melt everything, and hope no one's on the I mean, other they, side. I mean, they turned that wall into hot slag. Yeah. You know how <laughs> and in, everything in, the, on the other in side. actual reality, it's like a really bad thing to have dog fighting? Yeah. I mean, that's what this is. In Pokemon, why is it, like, cool? Why because is everybody it's, cool with it? To, you know, they just have local gyms. Because it's from a culture and, that kills like, it's clearly dolphins. out in the open and everybody's in <laughs> I mean, on it. I just... I mean, it's just well, like... Well, I mean, they turn into light fighting. and they get sucked into a Pokeball. I mean, what's that about? Didn't well, they show the inside of a Pokeball once? It's like, well, that's um, basically like just like throwing them in a cage, though, isn't it? Like, right? I don't know. I thought it was like a sex palace. <laughs> I mean, what X? I, I haven't played a Pokemon game in a very long time. It didn't didn't like black and white. There, the plot was about Pokemon enslavement and whether it was right or wrong. Oh no, yeah, um, pl- Team Platinum, which was I think I don't know if it was black and white was the enemy, and they were trying to stop him. And Pla- here, Team Platinum, which are the bad guys, their main goal was to stop the enslavement of Pokemon. Good thing you stopped Pokemon. Well, it makes Good sense. They have all this, Team Platinum. They have all this technology and infrastructure for Pokemon fighting, which yeah. you know could be equated to dog fighting. So the main character is to stop basically the ones who want to free all the Pokemon, and you do it. Good job. Make them <laughs> slaves forever. <laughs> but yeah. then, I think that's the team thanks, I would be on. Thanks, Japan. Anyway, <laughs> no, you're you're not you're not wrong to um, maybe you know point a finger at Japanese culture over. Can we get more Digimon? This? At least they were equals. Were they? Okay. I've never watched Digimon. Hey man, Digimon, Digivolve. They could actually talk to you. Like uh, I mean, oh, but hypothetically, uh, Pokemon are your best friend, as it says in the theme song. Right, they're your partners. So in but a world, it, in a world we must defend, which really means okay. go into the wild, find a fucking caterpillar, and just beat the sh- <laughs> ever-loving shit out of it with this god-awful monster you've captured as a fucking flamethrower for a mouth. Oh just God. kill that fucking caterpillar. <laughs> yeah, defend the world from that fucking caterpillar that just wants to turn into a goddamn butterfly. This fucking fart box in your face. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, and we just brought everybody down. <laughs> yeah, man. Fuck well, you we, and your we, Pokemon. We can keep bringing them down. That's no. that's easily done. We could, we could talk about... Uh... No, Pokemon's great, guys. <laughs> Ooh, and with Pokemon Go, you can now actually have the buddy system where you put the Pokemon on you. I do like that. Yes. Yeah. And it actually fall... made three or four people start playing again. Yeah, it, well, it's, now you can uh, earn it, candies for your... See, people it, keep like attaching their... Be- like, their... Their favorite Pokemon, you know, it's like 
you can't see your Pokemon following you. It's not like your yeah. Pokemon is now standing next to you on your screen and you can go. I wish it was. But the previously the Pokemon that was so rare you could never hope to evolve it now has a chance. Well, to my, yes. my Dragonair that yes. I never find another Dratini or, drag, or Dragonair. Like, I find them all the time. Well, uh, it's, it's to get one candy, though, you have to walk five kilometers, and I ain't having that shit. Wow, that's well, quite a bit. One, I need a hundred, no. so I need to walk five hundred kilometers. No, uh, to get yeah. one candy, you only need one kilometer. I hand mine. For, um, it depends on the Pokemon. For mine, it says five kilometers for one. No way. Yeah, that's right, bra. That's right. <laughs> Sorry. The two I put on only made me walk one kilometer for eggs, like Pikachu and Charmander. But maybe that's because. Oh yeah, that's right. Well, those are the only ones I can't find. The thing. There's there. also they said they promised there was going to be a battling system, like you could walk next to someone and fight. That still hasn't happened. Be like, I'm a kill yo Pokemon. It's too late now. I mean, <laughs> Target has gone board. Everyone's on board, and like, I don't want to play anymore. It sounds like everybody's gotten bored because they got rid of the best features at the beginning, and now everyone's like, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, I still enjoy about- it. I just haven't had time. Let's talk about a good game. Let's talk about Deus Ex, right? Is it good? I never said it was good. Okay, well then tell me. <laughs> I assumed it was because the yeah, last no, one it's, was. Yeah, no, it's good. <laughs> cool. Well, has anyone here played... But he never said it. Has anyone here played the original for PC, like the old school, really, really awesome cyberpunk one that you really should fucking play because it's like a dollar? I own it. You need to get on But that. I haven't played it. It's one of those 300 and some odd games that I have in my Steam library that I haven't touched. I mean, it's a classic. You know that. Anyway, so they rebooted it uh, a couple years ago with Deus Ex... Mankind evolved? Human Correct. No, or is it? Or human evolution? Deus Ex Mankind Evolved. Okay, or something like oh, that. Oh, that's a reboot? Yeah, it's a reboot oh, of, okay. the first, of the original original series. Oh. Yeah. So at the end of that game, some stu- some crazy stuff happens, and then two years later you're playing the sequel. And there's some good and bad things about that. The good thing is that at the end of the first game, and I don't care if I'm ruining it for you, a bunch of crazy crap happens at the end of the game. Whoa. Slow down. And... I don't know if you're going to play this, but I'm talking about the end of the first game, not the one I'm playing right now. I know. You already spoiled it. There's a lot of crazy crap. Crazy crap. Holy crap. Basically, someone does a thing and every augmented person in the world goes crazy and starts killing everyone for like 10 minutes and then you get it to stop. But the world is forever changed and then two years later you're playing in Prague, which everything is segregated and basically they're treated like third class citizens and there's terrorists and wars and shit. But um, I guess I should... Go back and talk about if you don't know what Deus Ex is. It's kind of like a futuristic cyberpunk world where humans can get augmented very easily. You can get like neural implants and like link with computers and things and hack things. Yeah, being augmented is as simple as being tattooed. You decide how you want to enhance your human experience through electronics. However, most people have their your body still try to reject it. So everyone's on this drug called like neuropazine to to stop it from like rejecting you, and you start like having convulsions, and you're basically like a crack addict at that mm. point. Uh, the main character doesn't have that because he's special. And so the main game, uh, the second one, uh, Mankind Divided, which aptly named, takes place two years after the incident. Um, there was another incident at the end of the first game, which they completely just got rid of. They right, because there, there was it. two. It was a choose-your-own-adventure, two-ending yeah, thing. Yeah, well, it was three. At the end of the oh. game, there's this weird supercomputer AI thing, and it's like you could either take control of it to run like all data in the world, you could give it to the Illuminati, which is like the, the enemy, or you could destroy it. And they just got rid of that because it wouldn't make any sense for a sequel. The entire they'd have to write three separate. Games. I remember we were at E3 and you were grilling uh, well, one of the. I was like, "How are you going to make a sequel depending on these three choices that would change the entire world differently?" And yeah. So what they're they're re- they're basically what they did was make sure it never happened. So <laughs> the incident with all the augmented people killing everyone happened, but not the one right after that. So the good thing about the game is it's more. If you've played the first one, it's exactly the same. 
it's more of the same. Um, and which, that's, which that's is good. good. There's okay. there's more story elements. There's bigger areas, but it's you know you they pull a Metroid where you start off with like all the augments you had in the last game, and some shit happens. Wow. And they try to repair you, and something goes horribly wrong. But then they find all of these secret augments that you have no idea how they got in your body because mm. you were in like a coma for eight months for one of the expansions from the first game in like the Arctic. So that's what like another side plot in that in that game. Um, but the other bad thing, yeah, exactly. If you have any questions, ask me. Yeah, I don't okay, know. Why I question. didn't play all the expansions. Is, is this a game that you should play if you haven't played the other game? Oh, that's a good question. Um, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because a lot of the characters are from the first game, and while you don't necessarily need it to enjoy the game, you kind of it's kind of nice to have that backstory with all the characters. So pay like a dollar or whatever it is to get yeah. the first game. And it's play not that even that first. long. You can literally run and gun it, or you know. If you're just trying to beat it, put it on easy. Yeah, it. put all your augments for like murder, murder, death, kill, and you know it's more fun to be completely stealth. But the problem with that, and here's my one gripe about the new game: there's a lot of air vents, <laughs> and if you're gonna be stealthy and try not to kill anyone, air vents are not that big in real life. And the guy, the main character Adam Jensen is like seven feet tall. <laughs> oh my god, he's like a seven foot tall agent. He wears his sunglasses at night. He and then like you open an air vent and you're suddenly crawling in this one foot space. I'm like, there's no, there's no, no, there's no way his head wouldn't fit. But I'm in a lot of air vents in that game. I've spent fifty percent of my game in air vents. So air vent simulator, yeah, sounds basically. Good. Um, but but other than that, the game is really good and and so far I haven't seen any flaws. It's not a perfect game, but it's a really good game. Deus Ex Duct Duct Goose. Wow. <laughs> yep. Yep. Nope. Yep. There nope. you go. Yep and nope. So I I've been playing that for about a week and I on and off and I haven't beaten it yet so but it's it's actually much better than the first one so oh wait there's a cool feature I want to tell you about, tell me about feature. The feature. so they find all this these secret augments that you can turn on if you get enough skill points but the problem is it like overclocks your system and if you it starts fucking up and you start having glitches basically permanently so the <laughs> oh. only way to compensate <laughs> the only way to compensate if you turn one of these experimental augments on is to permanently disable another one so if you have an augment oh, God, that lets wow. you breathe in like toxic substances and not get hurt you may have to shut that off for the entire game permanently to make one of your other augments work one of the experimental ones wow and there's a lot of them too so that's it, great it adds a lot of customizable uh features that you didn't have in the first game and also serious decision making problems yeah it's like do i want something that lets me go through lasers and be invisible for a few seconds or do i want something that lets me like turn into a human tank that takes no damage for like a You're a transformer in this game? You, yeah, you can be. There's a, there's a lot more options than the other game. So. But <laughs> I, I would recommend playing the first game, if and then the second one, if anyone cares. Or just I, there's a 12 minute recap video actually at the beginning, so just do that. <laughs> Literally, it's a 12 minute recap video, which is pretty great. So, and then you can play one. Duct Simulator. Then you can play Duct. You don't have to. That's <laughs> the thing. If you're stealthy, yeah, you might. But you can also just run around and shooting people and still not get caught if you do it right. I'm just not that good. I put all my stuff into hacking and like crawling through duct specialty level one through 10. Can you run <laughs> yeah. through and gun and, and just. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. Plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Kill everybody and, I mean, and the not police, worry about it. Just play it like a shooter. I and, mean, the police have some really cool drones and shit that you might not survive, but you can hide from them for for the rest of the game. Uh, the original game for PC has, I think, actually... I just want to run really fast with a gun. You can. There's okay. augments that make you run faster. And have your aim like almost never miss and headshot and slow down time if you want to do any of that stuff. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so you could do that in the first game, too. So come on, check it, check it out, boy. <laughs> check, check it, check it out. Play the PC one and then the two new ones and get, get that X, shit down. X X. Yeah. Now have um have any of you played the new Resident Evil Seven? Like they even have a playable trailer, basically. Do they have an update of it yet? Um, Are we we're talking about re- the, the one where you wander around the house? Yeah, yeah, we yeah. played that a while. Did we did we talk about that? Maybe, yes. maybe, maybe. But they were supposed to add features and updates to it throughout the year, and I haven't yeah. gone back to it. Like nobody knew what was up. When's with that the last puppet. time you played? Wait, I thought you guys couldn't play it anymore because it wasn't downloadable. No, we're talking. You're talking about PE. PT. PT. P. <laughs> PE class. Physical education. education. That would be a great game. Yeah, PT. Yeah. The, the Silent Hills thing. This is Resident oh. Evil Seven. That's 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 a, like a, a, a clone clone of it. Kind yeah. Of, yeah. But not as good. Okay. It. Some people have said that it was very similar, but to me, it's like it's not the it's same not type scary. of haunt. No, not oh. at all. Not as gruesome. Like. PT was just messed up. I think the scariest thing that happened in this game was something I won't yeah. spoil. <laughs> that has something to do with mannequins, but that that's because I yeah. already have this one's a more like mannequins. So. You're, in a, you're lost in the woods and there's rednecks, kind of scary. Whereas PT was like, there's ghosts scaring you. Yeah, like what the y- going on. So we could just you know go outside city limits and yeah. But this one actually, it's just like, it's like I like jump that. a little bit and then I'm like, oh okay. Or hey, I did like I just see that right? Did I, did I see that? Yeah. Well, it there happened? was. There was a lot of stuff behind, like, there were a lot of people played the game, and there's there's multiple endings and ways to do it. And everyone yeah. found this one item, and nobody's known what, what has happened to it. And finally, they released a clue saying, like, you'll know in September or December oh, or something. Really? So it hasn't happened yet, whatever. Yeah, basically, huh. they, they released that. something that, that wasn't finished or was fin- yeah. not finished on purpose. No one's really I sure. See. And they didn't tell anyone for a month, and I was like, fuck you. Yeah, so everybody's just been confused, like... What am I supposed to do with this thing? Why am I allowed to? Yeah, at the end of the day, not really a great promotional no, thing. No. Um, hmm. uh, I'll still play well, the game. I have no idea what type of game it's even going to be. There, there is a lot of weird Resident Evil promo stuff coming out. I heard about a there's a chibi um, Resident Evil <clears throat> cell phone game that's mm-hmm. like that's a, a kind of a top down RPG version of the first Resident Evil, starring characters from a Japanese comic strip that hasn't had a a new strip in since like 1992 or something. Um, it looks like Maple Story. Uh, it looks a little bit Love like Love Maple Story. Earth, Earthbound and Shin Chan got mashed together into a Resident Evil setting. Okay. Um, which doesn't sound bad, but I also don't know the characters at all. I don't know if I need to. Mm. That yeah. sounds really weird. Yeah, yeah, it's a weird move. They've also just re 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 released Resident Evil Four for like the tenth time. I'm pretty sure <laughs> really? on P- PS4 now. Oh. There's literally like 10 remakes of this fucking game. It's no, great. I, I've only ever played like played one Resident Evil game. I think it was like one or two or something. Oh, and I hated it so much Dude, that I never touched another one. Four is is not any... They completely changed the style and it was like the best one ever. When mm. you say you hated it, like in what 
sense of well and that one the one that i played they had like fixed camera angles and you kind of had to just kind of like walk through the scene and it was all too as, yeah as almost every game of that time that Par- was the status quo until four it was so bad i just didn't want to have parasite anything to do eve? with it did you ever play parasite yeah. eve but parasite no. eve was an no. rpg like a la well, Final Fantasy still the fixed VII, camera you know? yeah well but, you're right you're yeah. right yeah okay uh, hey, so so something kind of grim happened very recently, and uh, that is that the the death toll for awesome people in 2016 got even higher. You know, we recently had Gene Wilder, and now Martin C. Croker, the no. voice of Zorak and Multar, is dead, and that sucks. I was hoping they'd come back too for like another like get together show. Yeah, another coast to coast, another space ghost coast it's to coast. Really hard to do. Coast Zorak's to coast was voice. like my favorite show for quite a while. Yeah, yeah. And Zorak's gone now. It's a great show, a, le- a legendary piece of animated history. Um, and actually, we got a, a shout out request. Big Bad Shadow Man gave us a one time donation, and he said, "I want to give a shout out to C. Martin Croker, who passed away. The voice of Zorak and Multar and Space Ghost Coast to Coast. I had the joy of meeting him at G Fest these last two years. Oh, he met him. Wow. Okay. And uh, I actually saw I saw him as recently as I think Heroes Con." Uh, earlier this year in in June, so I the last I saw, no one had any idea why he died, but he's gone. Um, and actually, to I'm when, just gonna assume a heart attack, like 54. I don't know. When when the news slid across uh, our desk this afternoon, I uh, dug into the Nerdy Show archives and put out a Patreon exclusive thing. It's not at the five dollar level. It's anybody who who gives to us on Patreon. It's a uh, weird chunk of audio for this one time that we. Um, we had George Lowe on the show, except that it wasn't um, it wasn't a regular nerdy show. We we attempted to do for a while. It's something we, we kind of would like to revisit at some point. We did a stage show called Nerdy Show Live, and this one time we took the stage show out of town to a, a convention called Space Coast Nerd Fest. Um, George Lowe was the guest of honor there, and we brought him on the show. And there was it went off. It was a good performance for everybody who was there in the audience, but behind the scenes, it kind of sucked because. We had uh, we we were filming it. We were trying to film it. We have film of it. Um, there's an audio guy who was doing the audio. Um, it was kind of a last minute thing. We didn't know him. The whole thing got fucked up. So we have no good audio of the entire performance. It's really bad. Um, <laughs> good thing ha- it's a perk on Patreon. Well, that's yeah. I mean that's the thing is I I I took this one segment of audio that would be that can be listened to as standalone audio because the rest of it requires visuals. But this one thing that I that I have works just as an audio piece and i restored it as best i can it still sounds pretty not great but it's george lowe and myself and doug um hex and jonna reading a space ghost coast to coast fanfic it's pretty old isn't it uh 2014 it's not that's not too old uh george lowe is as uh, space ghost hex is multar mia zorak uh jonna is lou ferrigno and doug is the announcer oh that sounds like how fun. good is your zorak it's pretty good. Oh, <gasps> damn. Well, did you call Adult Swim because they need a new fucking Zorak? <laughs> That's not appropriate. It's too soon. <laughs> oh, shit. Aww. I'm thinking the show must go no, on. This, I mean, I don't step I, up. When my eyes blink, they don't make that weird rubber sound. Blink, yeah. So. That's <laughs> post-production. <laughs> I'm pretty blink. sure his eyes just did that. Um, I'm just going to follow you around with like a glove and I'll make the noise every time. Just like rub <laughs> it. So that's a thing, and we're man. It's it's such a bummer. This year has been such a bummer. Get get ready for our uh, our year end show to have like a, as long an in in memoriam sequence as the fucking Academy Awards. God, it's who's be next? Crazy. Gary Busey. Hmm. Am I right? <laughs> Gary Busey. <laughs> Maybe Gary Busey's next. Gary Busey. <laughs> 
Okay. Uh, this is a good time as any to segue into shout outs. We got a one time uh, donation, another one time donation from uh, Roger Banther, who said, thank you so very much for the Dungeons and Doritos. And thank you very much for the uh, donation, Roger. It's coming back soon, as soon as we possibly can. Um, Dungeons and Doritos, we don't have a date yet, but we're really hoping before the end of the year, it'll be back and it'll be back on a regular schedule that we will have engineered to never miss again. Meanwhile, we have a Patreon shout out from Jeffrey McSorley, who says, after having heard the latest episode with the strange happenings on the Ghostbusters Resurrection phone line, I guess I'll have to, uh, to say the following. The world is a strange place, full of ghosts, goblins, and all the elder ones. If you want protection, there are only two things to do. Follow Nerdy Show and their comrades, the Central Florida Ghostbusters, as they have the skills and talent to survive. If not, you can hide in the corner with trusty booze with Friday Night Fan Fiction. So don't be eaten by by an elder one. Follow my simple tips and live. (laughs) And now we go over to iTunes, where a very interesting thing has happened. You can rate and review us there. Um, Otherwise, there you can... I mean, we're we're a completely listener-supported network. We rely on you to stay alive. You can give us money as a one-time donation. You can give to us regularly on Patreon and get all kinds of support perks. Or uh, you can rate and review us on iTunes, which costs no money whatsoever. It's just a helpful thing to do. Um, you can also tell your friends that, or shop on Amazon. There's lots of ways. Go to nerdyshow.com slash support to find out all the ways. But if you go on iTunes and post a review, we'll read it. In this case... Scott John Harrison, a.k.a. Shaded Sprider, did something uh, quite extreme. I don't remember off the top of my head what country he lives in, um, because every iTunes store is different. Iceland. And uh, I don't I think, think he's, he's in England. Yeah, you think he's England? I'm Literally pretty, Iceland. I'm pretty sure. Well, um, he, he rated and reviewed all of our shows on iTunes, every single one. He got an iPod Touch, and with his Apple Power, posted new ratings and reviews to all, all of our feeds, which is... It's how no small task. How much did you pay him to do that? None. Okay. We simply give free content multiple <laughs> times a week, every single week, all year round. Just that. I guess. Whatever. <laughs> it's minor. Um, it's whatever. And, and to save me the hassle of doing what I usually have to do with iTunes and dictate to Siri what people have written, he emailed them to me. Uh, wow. So helpful. <clears throat> Amazing. A true Roosevelt, <laughs> if I've ever seen one. So on some foreign iTunes store, he posted a ton of reviews, and we're going to read some. Uh, who's got first? I do. Awesome. This is from the, the Nerdy Show Network feed, the catch-all for everything we put out. Yes, the nerdiest of shows. Been listening to this podcast network for well over five years since Brian Clevenger um, mentioned it in a blog post I caught randomly. Is definitely exactly what it says in the tin. Excellence in nerd podcasting, great shows, ranging from discussions to live play RPG podcasts and serial story blah blah and serial storytelling it really is everything nerdy yeah i'm gonna double down on the england thing on the tin that's a very that's a very english thing to say <laughs> what does that mean in the tin on the tin on the tin on yeah, the tin well, you know it's, like it's on like, the nose it's biscuits, like as advertised but is like basically what, what it does means. that mean like it's on the box okay cookies oh. are, cookies or biscuits this has nothing biscuits to do with come in tin this doesn't have anything to do with tin cup with um that one actor <laughs> You know, I forget his name. He <laughs> dances with wolves. Oh. Kevin Costner. Tin cup. Any, no? It's in the tin. They well, said I, that every I, five minutes in that movie. I, uh, I'm pretty sure. There's pushing tin. Uh, that's Is a that film. Uh, I don't know. know. Whatever. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Mm. No? Uh, yeah. Next up, the Nerdy Show feed for this show. Just this show. Yes. It is called The Flagship for a Reason. It is the shining light at the top of the Nerdy Show Network. News, reviews, and interviews. If it is geeky, they have it covered with their wit and humor. 
Who's next? By the way, I would like to just point out that humor is also spelled very British. Oh, is it O U R? Yes, it is. Oh my, it's we're nice. getting to the bottom of this. That's so adorable. Well, I mean, there, there's he he could be an English speaker in another country who's used to British spellings and expressions. This is yeah. true. This is true. It's possible. I've okay. forgotten. I'm sorry, okay. Scott. I've, I've, I've got the next one. Uh, and this one is from the the Derpy Show feed, which if you've never heard of that show, it's <laughs> it's one that I was at the helm of, and uh, it, it's. It's probably one of the greatest uh, things that ever happened to podcasting. And uh, you can listen to all of it here on the Nerdy Show Network. Just go to derpyshow.com, I believe still works. Probably. And uh, <laughs> I believe. nerdyshow.com slash derpyshow. That's the one. That'll definitely go. work. That'll definitely work. <laughs> uh, and, and his review is called Done, But Not Forgotten or Forgettable. This podcast may never exist again, but for every one of these episodes, show great improv, comedy, and derpiness. Derpy show is not forgotten, and it won't, no matter how hard I try to forget it. <laughs> he hasn't tried hard enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, there, there. Let me just say, there are some topics that happen on that show that you will probably never find in any other podcast. Like ever. fart boxes, like shadow ball that. gyration. Find out more about that at nerdyshow.com slash derpy show. Yeah, shadow ball gyration is the... No, he needs... We, I don't know. No, we need to the, find out. The number one classic derpy show episode, Oh, probably. yeah. That's... Many people wrote to us about that. And, <laughs> oh my goodness! And, uh, if, I, I assure you that if we ever come back in, in in like maybe a form other than podcasting, it will definitely involve lots of shadow ball gyration. No shit! Oh wow, I, I'm just Too saying hot for you two. That's just if. That's just if. It's a big if. I think no guarantees anywhere. For this. I'm imagining what this. And then his uh, his next uh, review is on the Nerdy Show Theater feed, and it says. All uh, We all need a bit of theatrics in our lives. When the nerdy show people over in Florida put their minds down to do something dramatic, it is the most unexpected and great things imaginable. From the sci-fi chronicles of Liberty to the insanity of Call of Cthulhu mystery program, you're getting well-produced content sure to make, your experience, make you experience emotions. Damn straight. Yeah. All the feels. Mm-hmm. And, and Brandon has uh, two two components that you can get or two shows that you can get via the nerdy show theater feed on his sheet of paper here oh yeah let's do the first one's put for pokeballs of steelix and uh here's what he says it is so messed up i have never thought that someone could take something so simple and innocent and make it as messed up as nerdy show has done here <laughs> james Raquette, jumanji sir burns a lot chubbs and the charmander you're in for one wild ride which is worth re-listening to again and again um and then the next one is for call of cthulhu father <laughs> I'm already reading. <laughs> Father, grandfather, save me. This ex- this excellently produced live role play podcast in the style of an old timey radio program is great. The first action during the play session really sets the tone and shows off why Father Grandfather is simply the best character to exist in all of Call of Cthulhu. I added the all part, sorry. All of Call of Cthulhu. <laughs> there you go. See, the problem with this is that <laughs> I don't want to do any more because I can't. I can't reach that pinnacle again. We just did one, and I don't know if I could ever reach the caliber of Father we, Grandfather. We we did just record Star Wreck. Finally, it's in the can, and now we begin the post production process. But Brandon, I assure you, people will not soon forget the actions of your character. I'm kind of thinking that Father Grandfather should just be the character I play in every. Like <laughs> He's he a should be on Star Wreck. He should have been on everything. <laughs> whatever whatever time period or, or genre, it's just he should be in it. <laughs> Probably. Now, we actually have a new addition to Nerdy Show's theatrical lineup. Out now is a show called The Orphans. Their entire seven-episode season is out. All of it. 
Um, it is a sci-fi audio drama scripted just like Liberty is, and it's about a group of castaways who find themselves in a crash uh, starship crash-landed on a planet. They don't know what's going on. They're being chased and eaten by monsters, and they have to survive and solve the mystery of why the hell they're there. Sounds a bit like Lost. Well, it is, except it's not disappointing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Throwing shade. Um, <laughs> Lost was terrible. Yeah. Uh, it did have some of the best single episodes of any television program I've ever seen, but the cost of watching all of it maybe outweighs how good those single episodes were. Then that end, end rant on Lost. I could go on, but I will not. I could talk about Lost for a really long time. How'd you time. feel about the ending? It's so stupid. Yeah, but how'd you feel about it? I, thought put, it, I felt stupid you gotta having put, watched that show. Yeah, boy, you have to put the beehive in the grotto. If you don't put the beehive in the grotto, <laughs> then the polar bear won't teleport. <laughs> this sounds amazing, actually. If there's a show where someone's like, put the beehive in the grotto to teleport the bear, I'm there. I'm going to watch polar that. Polar bear specifically. Is this what happened? Well, a smoke monster would probably chase you. Yeah. This, this all sounds great. Is this a video game? <laughs> oh, my God. That, would be, was, that would make a great video game. It was cripplingly disappointing. But as long as you want like just a lot of random weird shit to happen for no reason whatsoever then life. lost will be the show for you right. yep well also how do if you, feel you care about, about <laughs> plot threads and having mysteries actually solved then you know stay away what you've seen from my D playing that i don't obviously <laughs> oh but how do you feel about uh, pointless interpersonal drama for characters who you uh, probably yes. don't like oh uh, like crying a lot mm, for no reason and yeah. no one no one actually like there's like two that. characters and if you just said the one thing to them like and not lie about it everything would be solved yep. and you just That's hide the show. it yeah. you hide it for no reason yes for, yeah i i never really <laughs> understood that i'm like okay you guys are stranded on an island where weird shit is going on and you're trying to get off the island like there's just so much crazy it's like stuff i just happening. found it yeah, and it's yeah. Like, we're giving oh, this terrible show way too much attention no we're talking about lost now so it's like you're, it's, it's exactly what you said it's like oh you wander off and say you find like a weird cave with like a metal door and a keypad on it and then you go back to the campsite and you're just like I'm not telling anyone about this. Are you sure you this. haven't seen this show? I'm, not t- I'm just guessing. It's like, I'm not going to tell anyone no, this about is, this. That, that is the show. Yeah, well, I can write it. Thank you. I can write an episode of you, Lost right now. You probably could. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then they, they literally... It's his fault. They literally, he's Damon Lindelof. They literally won't tell anyone, and you're like, why aren't they just telling him they found a door? Why aren't they telling him? They don't know. These, just tell them there's a fucking door, and they I'm never serious. say have it. You it's seen, called a hatch. Have and then, you like, seen this show? And then like two seasons later, they're like... There was a door, and you're like, "What well, the fuck? Are you? you could have told us that, like, yeah, they called it a episodes. hatch, but it was a door. I, I mean, <laughs> no, there is actually. Yeah. Okay, yes. cool. Was there a button with a timer with an explosive? Oh my god, get <laughs> out of here! Leave the room. <laughs> You've seen the show. I, I, maybe Eleanor is watching you, it in the room. You have know. seen someone, the show. Someone might because have been you're just watching you're it. just explaining plot points. <laughs> he now. is the big dark fart cloud that floats around. <laughs> let that me show. okay. Let That's me just Brandon. start naming random things. Is there a well? Oh wow, the one thing I randomly named. There's no well. Uh, I mean, there's, there's a thing you could perceive as a well. Is there? A, is there a purgatory? <laughs> the, oh, whole, the whole the whole show, the whole show yes. is that. Spoilers. I don't care. It's garbage. Get, are there, get used are to there it. alternate realities or possibly flashbacks of their? Did old you ever lives? see yes. The Sixth no. Sense? Yeah, I see dead people. You know the end? Yeah, the Mercury Rising. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's the same movie, right? <laughs> Cracks the code, little autistic boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally the same thing. <laughs> anyway, we Alec Baldwin. Uh, all right, so but you know what? You know what doesn't suck? The Orphans doesn't suck. The Orphans is a great show. We're really thrilled to have it on the network. Um, so you can find all of that at nerdyshow.com slash the orphans, or it's on Nerdy Show Theater as well. Subscribe to it, and we have uh, well the, the, when they when they have a second season, which is happening next year. Uh, all the episodes are going to be coming out episodically, but right now you can listen to the whole season one in one go. So, uh, so totally check them out. You definitely should. And, uh, the guy who's, who's, uh, 
the writer and director of The Orphans, is now part of the writing team for Liberty. Ooh. Yay. Yeah. It's cohesion. Uh, synergy. Did, did he help with season two or is that a season Se- three? Season thing? two. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's on season two of Liberty. I'm in season two a lot. Spoilers. I'm in it more than I was in season one. Spoilers. <laughs> are you are you in it as the same character from before? Uh, well, I played two characters in the first season, and I am one of those two characters. Okay, cool. Well, that's a sneak preview of Liberty. Um, if you dig Liberty and you want to meet the people who make Liberty, uh, you should totally head to New York Comic Con, uh, which is October 6th through 9th at booth uh, 1049. They're all going to be there, including Raymond Bermudez, the artist of the Liberty Deception comic book, which will be debuting at New York Comic Con, and they are actively pursuing a Guinness World Record for most um, trade paperback comic books sold at a convention. That sounds terribly exciting. That sounds like a thing that he could do. If anybody can do it, it is Travis. It is Travis, yeah, definitely. Travis can do it. Yeah. Um, also, if you're in the conventioning mood, Aaron and I will be at North Carolina Comic Con November 11th through 13th, where we'll be doing panels with uh, with all the people there, including a lot of the folks who are doing Young Animal, the new imprint at DC, helmed by Gerard Way of My Chemical Romance. Um, and the first issue of Doom Patrol is out, and it was great. And uh, Lefty Lucy will be performing at Fantasy, a Comic-Con cruise leaving through from Tampa January 19th through 23rd. Hey, man, it was just her birthday. It was just her birthday. Happy birthday, Lefty. Yeah, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy, Four. Ha- happy birthday. I don't know her, Thanks. But, but happy birthday. I don't, I mean, I don't really either. <laughs> <laughs> and in other Nerdy Show news, Mark with a C is now also on Patreon, so you should go support him. Woo. He makes fun, nerdy music and does a lot here on the Nerdy Show Network. Now, uh, what, who, who else wants to bring something to the table? We got maybe like 15 minutes or so before we got to wrap this up. I've got a weird story that happened. It's nothing funny, but I'm going to tell it anyway. So here we go. <laughs> okay. um, I'm ready. So basically I was at work and one of, one of my, my many Spanish friends, cause I've got, I've got a ton of them. We were talking about like masculine and feminine, like ways to say words and how I think it's weird. Yeah. And so when I say, you know, trabajo to her, which I guess is the word for work, but she's like, no. It has to have an A at the end if you're saying it to a female. So I was like, so if I order nachos with queso, can I change it to nachas y queso? And apparently nachas is slang for like ass. <laughs> so I asked her for uh, her ass with cheese. <laughs> yeah. So I all day, all day I was asking people for some nachas. Nachas <laughs> y queso. You know, I, I've never... That's my story, by the way. That's I've, it. I just, I'm sorry. I've never talked to any any trans people who are from countries that have the masculine and feminine uh, words, and I don't oh, I don't know how yeah. they roll. Like, you know, how 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 does that work? Honestly, it thinking like about it... in the ass. Thinking about it, just... Do I they just have, like, don't. a Spanish Tumblr? I'll find out. <laughs> God. Yeah, that's a good question. I never even thought about that. Like, Was it, like, a negative and a positive make a positive, or a negative and another negative make a positive because uh, i mean it just, it just rerouted like, me to regular tumblr it just sounds like being non-binary is borderline <laughs> like, impossible well that's why when you have languages completely based around using male and female like nouns it's i i don't no idea how you're uh, supposed to get maybe i'll that. try tumblr.br is that brazil <laughs> honestly they might be against transgender people simply because they don't want to do different things Who with their knows? language this connection is know. not private I want <laughs> keep keep on digging i i want to mm. to give a brief shout out to a show that i really love um, that I saw on Variety today, take it what you will, that it's not doing too well. It's a Netflix original. It's called The Get Down, and I love it. It's the, my I fa- heard it's really good. It's yeah, my, you said it was really good, but I, I looked at the preview for it, and I was the trailer completely sucks. uninterested. Dude, the trailer sucks. What, I, I posted is, the trailer. I didn't even watch it. I assumed it was good. It's a terrible trailer. 
It just looked like 70s, like, funk dancing. Yeah, it, just, it looked like that 70s show or something, but with different people. Now, I mean, Boar, our tastes differ greatly. I don't know if you'll like it, but here's here's what the, here's what the show is. It's a... Uh, it's, it's not World of Warcraft. For uh, <laughs> done. Downvote. It's a period piece set Ew, in the late... Gross. In the, in yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> In the late seventies, New York City, when the, when the town was bankrupt right before the the big blackout that was is widely considered the birth of hip hop, um, because the city blacked out, people stole um, high end stereo equipment and were able to become DJs overnight. Where was Daredevil? <laughs> uh, well, he did exist. Uh, I don't know if if the Daredevil comics ever confronted that, but it's a thing. Wait, so people stole a bunch of stereo equipment and then they became DJs? Is yeah. this a real thing this that happened? This is a real yeah, thing that happened. Actually, it's, this, it's, is, this, it's, is part, this is a massive part of music history. Okay. Um, so New York was basically the Warriors. Like, it was a crime-ridden, like, crazy, post-apocalyptic world. And um, they were they were regular building arsons so people could try to, like, make ins- get insurance scams and so on. Like, the Bronx was burning. It was this whole... Cr- it, was, it was a very crazy time to be in New York City. And from that came... Like the punk rock scene, hip hop, and so much, and, uh, and and disco was already thriving at that point in time. So this is a show about those music scenes and the people there, and the crisis in New York City, and how that all interacts. It has a predominantly black and Puerto Rican cast. Um, it is not a musical, but has musical sequences because it's so much about music. It's hyper stylized, but at the same time is has is really grounded in reality it's just as violent and homophobic and and every other awful thing that new york was at the time while being also extremely beautiful um and a point of contention depending on your taste in film could be that the creator of the series is baz lerman the guy did moulin rouge and the romeo and juliet with leonardo dicaprio what negative five points to right, be right. interested but here's the thing but have you seen the opening to moulin rouge come on Come on. I've never yeah. seen Moulin Rouge, but I do love the Romeo and Juliet. The, Baz Luhrmann has, is a director who I like aspects of what he does, but he goes off the rails in a big way, right? Like, he's out of control. His camera's moving everywhere. Shots keep changing real quick. This is like, it has all the hallmarks of Baz Luhrmann's stuff, but it's like he exercises control. It's, it's as though all of his work culminated to this one point which is him taking on a topic that he's never even broached before and using all of his filmic techniques to do something. And it's amazing. So I absolutely love it. It's like that time George Lucas actually had a team that would tell him what was good and what wasn't. Maybe. He listened to it. I don't know. <laughs> so it's similar to that. L- Lerman created the concept, um, but and he directs the first episode, but after that he's executive producer. Um, the first episode's like feature length, and then it's about an hour for every successive episode. Why would he just do the first episode and then be like, done? It's kind of how it works when you when you're a film person working on a on a, on a television okay. thing. Um, it it had direct invo- this show had direct involvement with Grandmaster Flash, Curtis Blow, and Nas. They all executive produced and helped with the the music and the series. They had a hip hop. Where's George Clinton? George Clinton in the funk scene? <laughs> yeah, he, not not in New York City at that time. Oh, where what was he doing? Let's watch him. <laughs> <laughs> um, he uh, the so it's. It's just it's really spot on. It's great, and and if you're a fan of uh, nonfiction comic books, the Hip Hop Family Tree, one of the most like awesome nonfiction comics of the past several years by Ed Piscor, was directly used as reference material for the show. So I love the Get Down. I think it's awesome. You should totally just at least give it a chance, see if you like it, um, and maybe you won't. I don't know. Uh, but the cast is great, like really well acted, really great story. 
I'm just I'm constantly surprised by it. I want to rewatch it, and I don't even have time for that kind of thing. I still haven't watched Stranger Things. What? I Come started on, watching it. I haven't finished it. What? Yeah. It's supposed to be one of those shows where you watch the first episode and then you just watch the whole thing in one night. Yeah, I mean, everybody it's super else is short. like, you can't stop watching it. And you're like, you know, every episode ends with a cliffhanger, but then every single episode, I'm like, mm. <laughs> wow, you're just you're the you're the one. Just like I, <laughs> the one percent. Yeah. Uh, yep. Well, I mean, that's like Game of Thrones. I've seen every single episode of Game of Thrones except for the very last episode. And everybody's like, just watch it. It's like the best episode. I'm like, wait, you haven't watched the season finale? No. (sighs) Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Sorry. You don't mind it being spoiled either, do you, from everyone that's I've somehow managed to avoid all spoilers of it. I know know a lot of people die. Lucky you. And that I'm going to (laughs) cry. You think a That's lot of what people, people die. tell me. They're like, a lot of people die and you're going to cry. And I'm like, okay, so then I just want to Or maybe watch it. just cool. one person. Thanks. <laughs> Done. Just, I won't continue. I'll just leave I don't know. it I where still, I left I off. I still haven't watched the, the end of Everyone's Gravity alive. Falls. Oh. Wow. So get, I, I get, feel get like on it. You won't, you won't, you may, you I know. Won't cry. I just keep, it's just fun. I just keep forgetting. I haven't started it. <laughs> and, and also when I watch it, it's over. That's true. It'll, <laughs> summer will never end as long as you don't watch those I, three episodes. I actually episodes. did that with uh, Stargate Universe. I didn't watch the last episode oh, for wow. like six months is or something. Is that the one where they're on the ship? Or is that yeah. not? Yeah. yeah. That's pretty neat. They're I just like didn't want it to end. Delta I was really sad about that. <laughs> they're making another one. They're making a new movie. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, we talked about that. I know. Yeah, it's putting putting everything you care about in a blender. Is Wait, what it's doing. a movie? Yeah, I thought they were going to reboot movie the trilogy. show. No, I think we we had this same conversation yeah. a while ago. I think probably. Yeah. <laughs> I totally think I just did. keep hoping for the show. I'm just like, what? Say hello to King Tut for me, asshole. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> then he nukes the fucker. <laughs> that movie's so good. Not as good as Fifth Element, but damn, everyone go watch the original Stargate movie. Well, I mean, like the original yeah, Stargate shit. movie came out way before Fifth Element. Kurt Russell. That's all I'm saying. And James. Uh, I, they were oh, yeah. not way before. They were pretty close to each other. Mm. I mean, within years, like single digit, like mm. one or two years. Let me see. No, nah, man. Fifth Island was like 10 years. Okay, after 97 versus 95. Damn. 93. Are we actually fact checking? That's weird on this show. Uh, come on, come I'm on, come on. Fuck, it's hard to find because it's like. <laughs> Dude, you just literally 1994. Type. Wow. That isn't uh, too far. When was Stargate? <laughs> when was Stargate? 97. And Fifth Element? Or, no, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> Whoa. Fifth Element was 97. Stargate was 94. Fifth Element came out before Final Fantasy 7? What? <laughs> did, though. Why didn't they get Why didn't they get as good CG that they had in Fifth Element? <laughs> well, the taxis. Well, hey, uh, you know, they'll, they're, That's why, they're, they're see, fixing their errors now. So here's, here's another controversial opinion. I didn't really like Final Fantasy 7. I didn't actually pay attention at all to those until eight because eight uh, i like the graphics a little bit better Yeah, i have no idea why seven was ever as popular i couldn't stand the graphics i saw people I playing s- it and i was like what those I characters look retarded still play because seven. Was, they're like it's it the most was, amazing thing ever it was revolutionary i mean i i loved it in spite of its graphics because the, like cloud's weird hourglass arms were like an affront to everything that i knew about yeah. animation and design yeah even as a child but like Everything like, about that was terrible like to me, despite, and I just didn't, didn't want to have the, anything to do with it. The story and the characters were so compelling. And I didn't the music give a fuck. and the background painted. But you have like, to you have to be able to reel well, me in to get that story and those characters. They, they had mods right afterwards I, that you could have played on PC. I played where it for a little bit at Blockbuster Video, perhaps. and then I went and I bought a PlayStation. Me too. I collected money for months just to do it, just because I liked what they, I played so much. They sent yeah. me a VHS tape with a video <laughs> yeah. of like the trailer, and that's what made me buy. And I still have it at home somewhere. 
the VHS tape with Final Fantasy VII. So trailer. I'm one of those terrible people that didn't pay attention to I, Final actually, Fantasy Brandon, until I eight. I think I have I that VHS. Yeah. I think you gave it to me. I think it's down here. Well, in this box. Oh gee. Uh, <laughs> well, I grew I grew up on on like my first game that I ever played was either Final Fantasy one or Dragon Quest one, and like that sealed the. I play like every Final Fantasy game, even though most of them suck now. But you know. They're cool. I liked faster paced games back then. Like I, and if someone Mortal wasn't running Kombat. and jumping, and yeah, Big Nose the Caveman was great. No one's I mean, ever I, beaten it, to so my knowledge. Back in <laughs> back in those days, I was I was playing Doom and stuff on the computer and Commander Keen and you know stuff that was a little bit. I'm older, paced. mature. I don't I don't need to be a child again or have fun and yeah. play Final Fantasy. I just want to shoot things with a gun and then yeah. play Call of Duty later and Warcraft forever. Yeah, well, if you're a kid that doesn't have that big of an attention bro, span, Final bro. Fantasy really wasn't that appealing. If you don't have a big attention span, I don't know how the hell you're playing World of Warcraft for eight years. I, I said I didn't. <laughs> oh, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that's true. Right on. Anyway, what, what are we talking about? Uh, I don't know. Let's just derail Resident again. Evil 4, right? That's what we're talking about? I love Resident Evil. Okay. President? Oh, sh- <laughs> that game's going to be made after November. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> President Evil Apocalypse. I'm sure you can yeah, already play that on some one of those websites that has those Flash games. Yeah. I'm we sure just, that's We just thing. need the opening title where it says Resident Evil. And also, I'm pretty and, sure and GamePro made that joke as LamePro uh, back in some, <laughs> some April issue in the late 90s. Just speaking, to guess. speaking of election stuff... Watch the new South Parks. Holy crap, they're so good. You told, yeah, you were like, they're still hitting it. They're still doing it. They're it's, still, they're, they are still really? doing it. Really? I haven't watched it still hitting in the years. nails squarely on the head. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah, well, they, they're doing, um, last year they did this thing where every episode bled into the next episode. It had yeah, a, it was like the first time they ever had like a contiguous story through South Park. Right, now, for an entire season, and they're doing it again. They're doing it again. Is yeah. the latest episode great because it supports your point of view or just it's good overall? It, it doesn't really take a firm stance okay. one way or another. Yeah, no, it's just it's just telling really good jokes and being really subversive and yeah. I yeah. honestly only remember so the episode where Cartman f- tried to freeze himself so he could buy a Wii U or a Wii, and Although he didn't want to wait a month. And then for a little yeah. while, I was having a crisis, like just worrying that here at Nerdy Show we just manufacture Memba berries. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I and I, I agree because like member Chewbacca, you know, member Stormtrooper. No, but but like that, and that's there's there, they introduced a concept in this episode of South Park called uh, that they're going to do something crazy with. I don't still yeah, know it what seems it is like yet. it's going somewhere, uh, but they're called, called member berries. Yeah, and it's a it's a I have drug. no idea what the hell you're talking about. It, but okay, it, it, this is going to be one of those things that that South Park creates that people are going to now reference forever because yeah. it's so like it just hits the nail on the head as already said so squarely it's a drug that you get to feel better about things and they're like they're like a, and jj abrams apparently manufactures them maybe maybe it's it's like it's like a, a pile of grapes um and they have little faces and they just say stuff to you like oh, remember like and just insert some nostalgic thing like remember et remember, oh, remember <laughs> ghostbusters oh yeah, oh, yeah. remember slimer <laughs> and you're just like oh yeah i remember and, and it's, it's, it's this weird expansive um analogy for basically what's happening in hollywood right now and then also what's happening with mm. Uh, the Trump candidacy and a bunch of other stuff. Like, yeah, remember, remember racism. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> oh yeah, one of the one of the member berries said something like, "Remember when marriage was just between a man and a woman?" <laughs> <laughs> wow. And and it's it's a commentary on nostalgia and and how awful it can be. And and nostalgia is something that's really harped on quite quite a bit in nerd culture. Um, and it's important to see where nostalgia can cloud our judgment and how we need to be passionate about what's actually good you know, good, and, like interesting and yeah which is something that i've always thought we did really well on the nerdy show network on the whole is that we're you know we we don't 
have our judgment clouded by our feelings. We we love what we love, and we then back up that love with you know educated opinions. That's mm, at least that's I mean, my take. Most I mean, of the time. you do. I don't have any educated <laughs> opinions, and I honestly can't remember anything I did like more than a year ago. So that's cool. <laughs> I'm Wait. so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> It's all the, the concussions. <laughs> so, so, yeah. if, so if Brandon gets member berries, they'll be like, member stormtroopers. And he'd be like, hmm, that was over a year ago. What? No. What? <laughs> Probably not. I don't. No. If, you, no. if you remember berries a year and you're from another, I remember crabs. Every, <laughs> every January 1st, I find a journal on my bed and I don't know how it got there. And I literally have to read my entire life over again. But there's another year tacked on every January 1st. Just like, I have no idea what happened in my life. I just wake up. There's a fucking journal. Oh, this yep. is what you did yesterday and the day before. And it's like, so you can remember, do you write it the night before? Like, so you just, oh shit, I forgot. The thing that's weird is I don't, I write down I don't a sentence know real quick. because as soon as January 2nd comes around, all I wrote around, down was crabs. As soon as January 2nd comes around, the journal's gone and then it only shows up again on the first of next year. So it's, I don't know where it goes, man. Well. Could be my fart box. <laughs> that's the only place I haven't looked. No, I have looked recently. There's nothing in my fart box. Well, if you'd like me to tongue punch it, I can check it all out. Oh, wow. Okay, we'll record that. Oh. We're gonna get a lot of hits, a lot of views. All right. I'm gonna be, um, I'm gonna be single right after that, but we'll we'll do it anyway. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. it'll be fine. What have I got to lose? <laughs> Well, thanks so much for <laughs> listening to this episode of Nerdy Show. Um, taking us out is something brand new from Walter Sickert and the Army of Broken Toys. They're a kick-ass, uh, really grim, gritty, vaudeville, kind of Tom Waitsy, circus music-y kind of dark band that I, I love very much. And uh, you may have heard their music on the Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program. They got a brand new record out called Come, Bl- Come Black Magic, really uh, ready for uh if you want to have spooky Halloween tunes, uh, they got they got them for you this year. They got a song like it's kind of about The Shining. They got a song that seems like it's about lycanthropy. They got a ton of shit about ghosts. This is the title track, "Come Black Magic," off the record, and uh, we, we're playing. And it is it is sexual in nature. Okay, I, I, know I, I was I was giggling because "Come Black Magic," and I'm like, ah, oh, C-U-M, and it's, I just look over at Boren, he's just doing the motion, not, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's you know what I'm talking it's about. It's not explicitly sexual in nature, but you could certainly are meant to take it that way. Because I'm a man okay. child. Um, <laughs> and uh, we're, we're playing, we've got the whole record playing on nerdy.fm, our nerd music radio station. So here it is, the title track, Come Black Magic, by Walter Sickert and the Army of Broken Toys. Sploosh. <laughs>
Thanks for listening to Nerdy Show. If you like what you heard, please rate and review us on iTunes, like and follow us on SoundCloud or Audioboom, or subscribe and stream on Google Play. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon. Any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes, episodes, and images from across the network, and there's even more perks available. Just head to patreon.com slash nerdyshow. To find out how you or your company can underwrite this or other Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com slash sponsorships. For more podcasts, articles, community forums, and other awesomeness, visit nerdyshow.com. And be sure to visit Nerdy Show on all of your favorite social networks, including Reddit. Go to reddit.com slash r slash nerdyshow. Subscribe. It'll show up in your Reddit feed. You'll love it. And if it's geeky, we've got it covered. Look, you were going to say something, Brandon. That was really long. No, I, yeah, I was going to say, I feel like I'm about to have diarrhea, so. <laughs> guys, guys well, that's audio call. only, let's so you could have just up. got up and left. No. Oh, is it? I didn't yeah. well, I see the light on, you know. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm going to wait till I get home. I'm going to wait till it stews a bit. Well, I can't wait to tongue your fart box, especially if it's been stewed. If you tongue my fart box right now, like, the, the brown goo is going to just go all the way in you. 